What's up, everybody? This is your man, Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And together we are Team, Team Ryoni. Ryoni. And this is the 1111 Podcast. A little bit about ourselves. I'm from Florida. And I'm from Tennessee. We both attended HBCUs. And that connection brought us together. If it wasn't obvious by now, we're a couple. A couple with uh, strong opinions. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> no, seriously, though. We're here to talk about any and everything. We hear and we see a lot. And we just want to speak our thoughts. That's right. We'll be speaking on things we love, like music and all the crazy things happening in the media. And don't forget, we set the mood for the people. That's where we get serious, goofy, or even a little freaky. <laughs> freaky, huh? I said what I said. Oh, all right. So sit back. Chill out. And enjoy this episode of the, the 1111 podcast. podcast. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Um, You know, if you're doing great, cool. But if you're not doing great, we completely understand. It has yeah. been a week. It has been a week, man. Full of emotions. Um, but we're going to get into the, to the emotions later. We're going to start off how we normally do. And that's with this new music that's been coming out. Um, Meg Thee Stallion. She came out with us on what, about a week or two ago? It's, it's been out, I yeah, guess. It's been, yeah, I think a week or two. That sounds about right. It's, it's definitely a different route. And it's um, B-I-T-C-H, because I feel like you have to say yeah. it like that because she's got the periods between it. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's called. That's that's exactly why. she. Um, I don't I don't think she ever makes that actual acronym in the, in the song. She just says it. Yeah, it goes in the course. So, but it's a, it's a cool it's a cool little song. Yeah, it's definitely not her best work. Cool and I, is that the I, word we're gonna use for it? Really? I mean, it's just it's cool. It's somber. It's like it, 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 in comparison to like what she's put out before. It's it's just it kind of vibes a little bit, and that's it. Like it's not a terrible song, but it's not. You know, you don't you don't need to hear it either. Vibes <laughs> isn't a song that I I wouldn't say that it vibes. That's not a <laughs> it's not well, an adjective yeah, maybe. I'll give to it. So what adjective would you use? It it was a song. And at this point a song is the adjectives that I'm using. <laughs> no. Well yeah. Like I'm a I'm well, a you know, I love Meg. I really do. And crazy enough, when I heard this song, something about it gave me Trina feels. So I expected yeah. to like it better because y'all know Trina's the baddest, B-I-T-C-H, and ain't nobody better than Trina. Never. Mm-hmm. But some, I don't know, something about this, it just, it felt like something was missing. Like, I feel like it could have been something, but also I hope, you know, for this to be the single I hope that this isn't what her next album gonna be. Like, girl, if you thought this was the best, I'm kind of scared to see what else we're coming out with. Yeah, so, because I am looking forward to a new album because it's different. She says she's gonna speak on some other things and not just, like, the whole hot girl summer type thing. She don't speak about, uh, I guess, things that's a little more meaningful to her. Mm-hmm. But I hope, I hope that doesn't take away from her music either. Right. Because I... Like I said, I always appreciate authenticity. Um, so I love to hear stories. I love to hear that. But I hope it doesn't sacrifice her music. I hope she doesn't try to change so much. Because you know everybody says she, you know, says makes the same song, has the same flow, which is not really that big a deal. Like everybody has their own and, flow. That's why they're there. Duh. 
Right. Yeah. So like, I, I just hope she doesn't change it much to where it's negative. But this song is like in the middle song. I, I give it a cool six out of eleven. Yeah, I probably give it a five or a six out of six is better. It's more of yeah. a six. Cause yeah, because it, it's not, it's not like I said, it's not terrible. Like I don't have to turn it off if I if it comes on. Yeah, but I have to play it neither if it's not on. This isn't a song I'm just gonna go. Ooh, I gotta go listen to that song. If I feel like if she right. would have started here and worked up to like Hot Girl, you know her Tina Snow stuff, that would have been great. But I feel like from where she started to go here, we kind of we're heading in the wrong direction, Meg. I need you to giddy up, girl. Yeah. Nonetheless, my boy Fetty Wap though came out with a new song called Fresh and Clean. Fresh and Clean. He got that outcast sample. Mm. Oh my gosh. It's it's smooth. It's smooth. I I I don't know. What was the last time Fetty Wap came out with something besides this? It was this, huh? Trap Queen. <laughs> so, yeah, like I haven't The Trap Queen has been a while. Trap Queen was like what, twenty fifteen or so? Yeah. That's old. It's very old. Very, that was so last decade. Yeah, right. Last decade. Oh man. But Fresh and Clean, like it it was, you know, especially when you mess with a classic, I feel like you have to make sure you know what you're doing. Like you can't just take a classic song and, and do anything with it. And I think that it was like a perfect ode to the song and its greatness, but made it his own. I, I honestly give it a ten out of eleven. Because I've listened to that song like that and mm-hmm. Chrissy Ferry, I've listened to them every day probably since they came out. Ah, uh, yeah. I haven't listened to it that much. I'll probably give it a nine out of eleven. Mm. Um, and that, that just cause that's just how I feel about it. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no other like no explanation. explanation that's just what it yeah, is. That's just how that's, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Um, Lucky Day got a new song too. Buying time. Yeah, I, I have still haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it's an eleven out of. 11 it is because it's Lucky, Lucky Day. Day. Like it's right. the, he, the man don't miss like. That's, I think Lucky Day just makes that kind of music like if you like his music, you like it and if you don't, you don't. Like it's an all or nothing type thing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to check that out soon. That uh, Lucky Day, man, but uh, what else has been out? Is there anything else that's out? Honestly, I haven't really been <laughs> listening to... I haven't really found anything else new. I've kind of been going through a lot of older music. I don't know why. Yeah, Little Wayne is coming out with an album, I believe, this Friday. Oh snap! I didn't know he was coming out with one. I just didn't know when. It's called Funeral, and the album cover. If you flip it up upside down, it says Little Wayne. People losing their mind over it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a cool it's a cool concept. I'm not sure exactly what. What that's supposed to mean exactly, but I guess we'll see on the album. Maybe he's deading Little Wayne since that's who he was when he was a young man, you know, with Illuminati and the oh, never mind. Can we get into the media madness? I just need to go ahead and jump straight into this. <laughs> media madness. Media madness. So obviously, this week has been a tough week for everyone. Due to the unsudden death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and what's that, seven other people on the plane? Yeah, so it was Kobe, his daughter, his daughter's teammate. Two of them. 
Yeah, and one of them had their parents on. The other one had her mom um, on, and then it was like another just random friend and the pilot. Yeah, the pilot, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this this whole thing has been, been crazy, especially how the news started. I think I the see- news outlets have pissed me off the most with this out of everything. Yeah, because it was... In- because they were just posting anything. Because like, first it was, you know, Kobe Bryant died. Then it was Kobe Bryant and all four of his daughters. Then it was Kobe Bryant and Rick right. Fox and all four of his daughters. Then it was just Kobe like, and Rick did, Fox. How did, like, how did Rick Fox get into this at all? Like, where did Rick Fox come from? Like, who said that? Like, yeah, I, you just going to kill the man off like it's, that? It's what so is? funny because Rick Fox said, um, I, I heard something on the radio where they said Rick Fox was saying that, like, you know, somebody had called him to tell him about the death of Kobe, right? So he's sitting there, like, uh-huh. in the process trying to, like, cope with Kobe passing. And he said, you know, people are calling and texting him and stuff, and he's not really paying attention to the notifications because he's just assuming that everyone's, you know, hitting him up about Kobe. He said, and then right. finally, somebody close, like, really close to him, like, called and it made him pick up, and that's when they told him that somehow, you know, they were checking on him, because it was rumored that he was on there, too, and he's and he is really upset with media outlets for allowing false information like that to go out. Which he should. You, you know what the crazy part is? TMZ was probably the most accurate news source uh, out this whole thing. But how? How? What kind of connections does TMZ have? Did they be known? That's what I was saying. I don't know, man. TMZ got to be paying off like police or something like that because they, they have to because they, they, no, they, they were the first person to, to leave. They were. It. And that's why I didn't believe it, honestly. Yeah. and then, But it was like shortly, hour, shortly after, probably within like half an hour, 30 minutes to an hour, like you seen all the other reports coming out. Kobe, Kobe this, Kobe this, and amongst the amongst the passengers, his four daughters could have been there. Or, yeah. but it only confirmed was like uh, the wife Vanessa wasn't on there. Like I seen that right. before. So, okay. But so she wasn't and then on the there. news outlets, because then they were reporting that the four daughters were on there. But then you would also see reports where it's like Kobe Bryant survived by his wife and four daughters, and so it's kind of like, did- yeah, some of, yeah, some of them worded the wording of some of them was like. You could take it either way. Like it wasn't clear, and it and it wasn't clear. First of all, second of all, it was just wrong, <laughs> like false information. And it's like y'all, y'all got to tighten up. And man. if I'm like, not mistaken, one of the families, I think they said like one of the families found out via social media. Like they hadn't even had a chance to reach out to them because that's what I'll get to that in a second. But. <laughs> One of the families, like, they hadn't even reached out to them yet for them to, like, verify. Or, you know, they hadn't heard about the passing of their family member. But they were hearing about yeah. the whole situation online. Which, you know, you put two and two together. Like, oh, shoot. My mom and daddy, you know, were on that plane, too. What's happening? And, you know. But outside of irresponsible um, reporting that pissed me off because it was it was very, it was tragic. And it was, like, pulling everybody's heartstrings. Along with the uh-huh. inaccurate reports, it pissed me off that everybody was just so busy trying to get it out there first because, and and people were so quick to be like, you know, well, who are these other people? Who are the other people? Why haven't they named? First they said it was eight, then they said they were nine. And I'm like, I don't think y'all realize how things go, especially when you have minors yeah. in the mix. Like, 
their family members right. have to identify them before they can before they can even tell the public what their names are. Because that's why if you see like at first it was just Kobe Bryant, then we got Kobe and Gigi, and then you got Kobe Gigi, and they said that it was you know a teammate, but then we got the teammate's name, and then you got their parents' name. Like that's why things flow out like that, which. It just pisses me off that the media has gotten to the point where they're just so busy. They only care about being first. They don't care that there's humans attached to these other humans that feelings should be taken into consideration, you know? Right. Yeah, I I do agree with that. Um, But but I guess I'm not so mad at news because that's that's, news has always been that. News has always been about the story, right? So I guess it doesn't – I'm not that mad at them because I expect it. doesn't mean get right, but I guess I expect it. So, like, people – and I will say that I think – I think I'm pretty sure – Vanessa them knew, I believe, before the story was leaked, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. I think I read that somewhere. So, like, you know, Kobe people knew, but, I mean, that, that was probably a given because, like, Who it's is? his helicopter. Yeah. yeah, that too. So, like – but as far as other people, like – I understand people wanting to know the facts, but y'all can't be uh, us wanting to know the information is is part of that too, as far as news outlets goes. Um, now they do have a responsibility of giving out factual information, but they're um, I don't know, man. I, I don't, people people are just people are crazy, man. Um, not crazy. People are insensitive. Yeah, and sensitive. And then, yeah, and, they, and when their emotions are evolved, it's it's about it's about them, and it's like it's not about you right now. Like I understand you might feel how you feel or whatever, but you're not going through exactly what these families are going right. through, or you're not going through. You know, you're not you're not there. You're not. You can sympathize, but you cannot empathize. Right. Like, and then to even go along with that, too, another thing that the media has been doing that has also ticked me off is all these pl- like LeBron and Shaq and. You know, all these people that were really close to them shoving cameras in their face, talking about, oh, look at all the players mourning. Of course they're fucking mourning. Like, I wasn't even a Kobe Bryant fan. You can ask anybody who I am a Celtics fan. So who was Kobe? He he wasn't important to me. But even I felt that. So I can only imagine how people who actually, because you have people that have played with him, wanted to be him, have, he's touched their life. Like, they actually have a interpersonal relationship with them so yes they are grieving yes they are crying and yes they should be allowed to do that without you sticking a fucking camera in their face like and then people are mad because Shaq I think he did finally come out with a statement but people are like Shaq and Vanessa haven't even said anything duh like <laughs> right, right. oh yeah yeah that was one report saying um, Vanessa uh, could barely can barely keep it together after the death of her husband and daughter. Like, what the fuck do you expect from her? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, why, why would you even report that? That's stupid. And then on the flip side, like, if she would have, yeah, because if she was standing up and you know was fine, then it's gonna be, oh, she ain't even saying it. She done lost her daughter and her husband. Like, right, right, right. Oh, she, she gonna get a, a huge check now. She probably just happy. Like, you know, say all, all the rumor, dumb shit that people gonna think of. Like, it, it's. You can't you can't win for losing. Like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, like people, it, pe- people are 
impossible. They are. <laughs> and so I've made it, I have made it my purpose. Like every time I see, cause I've been seeing people and you know, I'm not, I'm not this time. I'm not calling y'all ignorant. Cause I understand everybody grieves in different ways. But for me personally, I've made sure that like all the videos I've seen that they've recorded of different people speaking about Kobe reminiscing like Jimmy uh-huh. Fallon, like, you know, Jimmy Fallon breaks down and this person breaks down. I've not watched a single one of those videos because I don't, I don't think it's fair that we all know that being a celebrity or living that status, it comes along with, you know, you kind of live in a fishbowl and people are looking at your life. But the fact that these people can't even, we couldn't even get these people a week before we started you know, doing something. Because if, if anything, I feel like the NBA should have canceled all the games. You know, like, but I know they're not going to do that because it's money. But, like... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, I don't know if they should have canceled all the games. They they, they canceled the uh, the Lakers and Clippers are supposed to play. Right. That... that Tuesday. They canceled that right. one. That, that makes sense. But just canceling all the NBA games, I, I don't... I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. No, no, no. I'm saying for it. just like Sunday, because that because that was the day that it actually happened. Because you imagine somebody uh-huh. calling you and telling you your best friend died, or your you know your really close coworker, or yeah. your mentor just passed. Yeah. And you expect me to get yeah, out yeah, of yeah. court and physically like mentally be here? Yeah. It definitely depends on the on the players too, because I think I think Kyrie didn't play. Uh, I think it was the next day. I think Chris Paul didn't play. There, there, there was some players that that wasn't playing because because of it, uh, you know, because of grieving and and whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, so I mean, I, I I can I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, but I just I I give a big fuck you to the media. And speaking of the media, ugh, the whole. Uh, <laughs> The news anchor that wanted to call us niggers on live television. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first. I heard what I heard. Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Because the thing is, the very first time I saw that clip, because I did see that clip, it was before everybody else was saying. Because somebody retweeted it and was like, "Wait, what?" And that's what they said. They didn't say what I was supposed to be hearing. They didn't tell me what to do. And I pressed play. And I heard the niggers, I mean the Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. And I was like, nah, no, I didn't. So then I played it again. And I heard the niggers, I mean the Lakers. Like, it was a hard G and a strong Er at the end and so then somehow it turned into her trying to say the knickers like the knicks but where i feel like that is false because nobody fucking calls them knickers like we know that but we don't call them the knickers it's the knicks and the lakers and even if she was tripping trying to say lakers lakers knickers like knicks lakers it doesn't nigger Nickers, nigger, nickers. Like the, where you put the emphasis, it's a little different. I know what I heard. I think you know she just—it was just a slip up. That's one of those things where she should have just said, "I apologize if I offended anybody," and just kept rolling with it. 
Yeah. And she did apologize. After. I mean, she did, but she said, I didn't say that I said Nick Curse. Like, I feel like her putting the the emphasis on what was said, it, it kind of made it worse. Because now I know, oh, that's what you were trying to say? It still doesn't make any sense, sis. All right, my turn? Yes, Ryan, you can go. All right, so I listened to that thing a few times, and I heard a K in there. Los Angeles Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers. It sounded like Nakers to me. I'm not going to lie. This is not me trying to, like, put on no no front or whatever. But I listen to it, I hear a K in That's there. That's what I be talking about, so, black men. All y'all ever do is stick up for these white women. I'm playing. Okay. Ahead. All right, you done? You having fun? All right. So, now... <laughs> So this, that, that's how I feel. I feel. I feel like people really want her to say it more than what she actually did. Because I, I, that, that just sounds stupid. Like what? It, it sounds like a slip of the tongue. People get tongue tied and say random stuff all the time that doesn't make any sense when it comes out their mouth. Like so, like to say like Los Angeles niggers, like that doesn't make any type of real sense to um, even slip up. Like <laughs> you think that's what people call the Los Angeles? Nicks. Like a best team or something like that? No, oh, Nick, well, first of all, it's Knickerbockers, right? That's that's what the Knicks' original name was. Mm-hmm. So she could be confusing the, the Knicks with the Lakers or whatever and then just, like, fixed it, fucked it up and said Nick. Okay, but, the but, middle, but who? I'm not, okay. I'm not done. Okay. Um, the memes and stuff are funny and shit, too. I was about to say that before you was about to cut me off. But anyways, oh. I, I feel like it, even if she did say it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like people say this shit all the time. People are racist, whatever. We used to that shit by now. That shit is not the point of what's going on right now. Like she's fired or suspended or whatever. Like they handled it. It should be over with. People in this whole outrage. Like for what? Like we're used to this shit. Like and, and she, I, I legit don't think she meant to say it. I don't know if she feels, you know, that she, I don't know if she's actually racist in her heart. It will use the word on a uh, use nigger on a regular basis, but I legit think she just said niggas and it sounded like niggas because that's what you say. Because just like a couple months ago, Tom Brady had a clip where people was like, oh, he said, what's up, my nigger? But that's not what he said at all because you, everybody putting that shit in their head that that's what he's saying. And that's just what it's going to sound like. There's a lot of videos like that. So I, I, I I don't think she meant to say it, like, especially at this time. It's, it's just, I, I wouldn't say nobody's that dumb because there are people that dumb. I just don't think she actually did it in that particular when moment. When is the last time that you heard anybody refer to the Knicks as the Knickerbockers? I mean, old people, older people say the older stuff all the time. Like, not, Ryan, not all the time, but how, this, this lady wasn't, when, she wasn't, she wasn't a boomer. She's old. Ain't she an old lady? Like she, I feel like she's she's not a millennial. What's what's after millennials? What's uh is she older than the crack the crack babies? <laughs> I thought you just called this lady a crack baby. I'm sorry. No, she's older. <laughs> That's the, she's older than that. Oh, okay, then she might be a boomer. But even still, like ain't nobody ain't nobody called the Knicks the Knickers. So even to say that, like I feel like well, it would be the it would be the Knickerbockers. But then you mix the. I'm sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. Since you screwed up, it's okay. You know, well, it's not okay. And even for you to say, we're used to it, that to me is actually the whole issue to me because I feel like they know that ultimately 
Well, let me not even say that because I don't think when she said it, it was on purpose. But I do feel like there are sometimes certain things that you say amongst your friends or amongst, you know, in your private life. And here and there, it slips out. Like me, I cuss a lot. And there have been times where I've been at church and sometimes they slip out a little bit because that's just who I am. And I just, you know, it, it's more of one of those side eye. Okay, girl, we see you. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of go on about your business. Doesn't make it okay. Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm through with uh, the 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 naker later. Um, who I want to talk about for a couple minutes <laughs> is oh my god, the Hotep community, mm. <laughs> Doctor. Umar Johnson. I just don't understand how the year of 2020 we're here <sighs> and that man is still out here able to be saying so dumb shit. So let's think about this, this, this thing. But he's, he is actually smart. He actually has knowledge and education. But he's not using that right at all anymore. Like when I first started like listening to him, I was like, yeah, we're talking some. You know what I'm saying? But like the actions aren't following up. And then you come up with these wild theories about I didn't. I didn't listen to the complete video that he put out or whatever, but it was pretty much some stuff like um, the the helicopter. The pilot was like Middle Eastern or something like that, and uh, Iran is kind of getting back at the U.S. because you know Trump did something, you know, killed the dude over there, and you know that you know is like, that really where he went with it. <laughs> It was it was something it was something along those lines because I seen people like talking about it retweeting. I see other hotels and stuff talking about it and all that, and it's like, bro, no, like it, 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 even if that was facts though, that's just not the time to say it. Like, <laughs> like. Then I saw people talking about this was the Illuminati. People started trying to say that this was like LeBron's initiation into the Illuminati or something. Yeah, that yeah that that too that too. Like people were like yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, people are on LeBron's IG going ham talking about you sacrifice Kobe. Or uh, like what? How how can he okay, sacrifice? So here's what? my thing. First of all, according to y'all's theories from what you know the the people say about the Illuminati, it's supposed to be more for people who aren't already famous. That would be like me. And I but it has to be somebody close to you. So that would be like if the, the seven-month-old wanted to get into the Illuminati. Fine. I sacrificed my daddy and my sister. Take them. I'm out. According to the theories that people say. But all in all, I do believe that there is something like the Illuminati's out there. Like, it's, they're the Vanderbilts and the, you know, the higher people with a bunch of money. Nonetheless, if we really knew what was going on in the Illuminati, like, Umar would have been dead I mean, it's definitely... now. <laughs> if he if he truly knew because the whole thing about a secret society with that much power do you really think that they would allow you to get on the internet to tell all their secrets like that that doesn't even make sense that you would be allowed to say and you know tell all their information uh-huh. so so hold on, I got, I got, I got a quote. So, because you know the the reports were saying that it was it was foggy, uh, which was part of the reason the pilot messed up or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and crashed. But he said, uh, end quote. They did not crash because of the fog. That was an expert pilot. Kobe was sabotaged. 
Kobe Bryant was engaged in a legal battle with a very powerful pharmaceutical company over the use of the name Black Mamba. You understand me? Radar can see through the fog. Thank you, sister. Radar can see through the fog. They didn't crash because of no damn fog and it wasn't no wind. The propeller was sabotaged. So he th feels like somebody sabotaged the, uh, the helicopter because he was in the battle over the name Black Mom. So <laughs> when did Umar, Umar got aeronautics degree now too? I don't know. Okay. He's a pilot though, <laughs> yes? Sure, I don't know. I mean, what what he said might be true about a helicopter. I mean, because of course, you, all these planes and stuff ain't flying through clouds and all that stuff without no type of system that's going to help them get through it. But at the same time, nobody just sabotaged Kobe Bryant. You, he, the reason he first of all got this helicopter um, was so he could practice in the mornings. You know, get his workouts in or whatever. Go to um school, go to schools, pick up his girls, take her to practice, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he can be with his family because LA traffic is just trash. Right. So he said, Fuck the car shit, I'm gonna get me a helicopter and just fly over everybody. Right. So he's been doing that shit for years. Like right? mm -hmm. <laughs> nah, 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 it's not even a no, stunt thing. It's, it's a, just a I, I need, right. Like this is what I gotta do to get, you know. To, to be in my, my kids' life. And, you know, right. So I, I just highly doubt it. I mean, of course, you got a thing with parents. Uh, I mean, people say, you know, private pilots don't go through as much. Uh, you know, you're supposed to check the planes, check the helicopters or whatever. But, you know, private companies usually don't do it probably as often or as thorough. Yeah, I, but I, had, I had kind of said that, like, you know, because it just, it just kind of makes sense. I'm not saying that it wasn't up to regulations because it's still Kobe Bryant's plane. And I'm sure that. You know, any he had a you know a top of the line. He had no rinky dink nothing. But I will say that like you know the way TSA checks. Well, I don't know if TSA does the checks for the planes. Whoever checks the like commercial planes, I'm sure they don't do it as frequently with like private uh -huh. things. But I still just feel like this was a malfunction. Things happen. We all like this is something we all know when you get on a plane or in a car. Or on a bus, or mm -hmm. on a motorcycle, or on a boat. Yeah. Like it's just something it's that comes along with it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's still sad <sighs> though, but it is what it is. And I just, ugh, that's how I felt about all of it. Just, ugh. But one positive thing that has kind of came out of all of it that I have appreciated is the whole hashtag girl dad thing that's going around. Yeah, I've been seeing that. I'm kind of loving that. I'm seeing, I'm seeing friends do it. Of course, you got celebrities doing it. Everybody's doing it and, and supporting. Um, I, I do I do respect that everybody's actually, like, whether you like them as an athlete, as a person, or whatever the case may be, um, I will say a good 95% of people is, is showing respect and, and realizing, you know, life is short and – in all the case would be, and let, let me say something about this. Life is short, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody, people just act like people can't realize things. Like, so uh, somebody was like, "Y'all just not realizing life is short because Kobe died." Like, no, we just being reminded. And if we did, just realize it. So what? Right. Shut the fuck up. Like, goddamn. Like people, people like people got treated lightly because uh, people are are kind of ruthless in the social media. Not kind of, they are ruthless in the social media game. So. You got people who say some shit like that, like, oh, you ain't, uh, 
you ain't no Kobe personally, whatever like that. And they got RIP in their bio yeah. to somebody with them. And people just start going ham on them. Like, right. real life, real life, well, real life, real computer bullies. I don't know. There, there, there is one more thing that I did not like that people bring up. Um, I think that as humans, we need to do a better job of allowing people to evolve and change and do mm-hmm. better. So, like, like I said, me personally, excuse me, when Kobe was at his height, I personally did not like Kobe because I felt like he was very arrogant and he was very cocky because that was a whole thing around the time where, you know, him and Vanessa was having issues because he was cheating. And then the whole scandal came out about the rape case and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And what I don't like is, so somebody, we haven't talked about the Kobe rape charges literally in ages. Like, Almost to the point, I slick kind of yeah. forgot about it. But for those of y'all who, about to... who don't know about it, like the girl ended up dropping the charges. But even with the girl dropping the charges, Kobe came forward and pretty much said, you know, after he heard her side of the story and after he heard pretty much what she had to say, he still apologized to her because he was like, ultimately, he thought it was consensual, but he clearly sees that this has affected her much worse than you know, it affected her in a different way and the way that she took the situation was way different. And he still apologized uh-huh. to the girl because he realized, even though I see it as this way, this is how it made you feel and that's not okay. And so still having that realization of knowing, you know, who you are and I could, I could respect him for that. But even beside that, we have not talked about those charges in forever. And then Yeah, I haven't heard about those. Yeah, since it happened, pretty much. And then somebody wrote a whole think piece about, yes, we have to talk about Kobe's rape charges. No, we don't. No, we, no, right. we don't. If it wasn't, we've literally had a whole movement, the whole Me Too. Like, there have been times now for us to come back and bring justice. Yeah, y'all, y'all could have been saying something. Exactly. And, and, and stories like that is what, like, dilutes the whole Me Too movement. Because like, it's like, you don't want to uh, dismiss dismiss the whole movement or the meaning behind it or nothing like that. But when you when you bring up stuff that's been like done with or like you know like when it's not, I guess relevant necessarily relevant. Or you're trying to make something relevant when it's not. When you could use another case that it's actually more relevant. Right. Like it's, it, it makes you like. I mean, you just trying to get somebody. You're not. You don't really want the justice. You just want to try to get somebody, and that's how it makes it look. Exactly, and uh-huh. and that's the part to me that really pissed me off because it's kind of like I, I do, I will understand from like a, a from a victim's standpoint. You know, it's not we're it's not for us to tell you to for, to forgive or to forget or how you should cope. You know, with your situation, but I do think that ultimately we do need to allow people that room to grow and change. And I feel like after all of that after he gave uh, Vanessa that real nice canary diamond ring that she has that is freaking gorgeous. Like, it seemed like ever since then, you could you could truly see that he realized, okay, I've kind of been being a dick. Let me try to get my life together. And then after he retired, you could see the, you know, the dad, and you could see the husband and the philanthropist, and the, you know, he actually tried to yeah. do better. Yeah, he was actually after um he yeah he was he was doing even after retirement he was doing good you know um you know of course involved with his daughter's lives and 
and he had other programs I believe he had going on. I don't know exactly what, but like every every time you hear people talking now, like you you they just start naming things that like he was doing. I, I wasn't fully aware of all of it, but I mean that that doesn't matter that I wasn't aware he was doing it. Exactly. <laughs> like, so and I respect that even yeah. more that it wasn't something that he felt like he had to publicize because he's Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know, life humbled him. And I just appreciate that he finally did humble out. But that was some bull crap. Um, but I'm I'm kind of glad that, like, that's kind of the only thing I saw about it. And his narrative is still – people are – you know, the media hasn't picked that up and allowed that blemish to, like, outshine everything else that he's done. What's your move? Uh, uh, Tell me how you really feel. You mad, bro? Uh, you must be mad. Ain't nobody got time for that. How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? We live! Can I be real with you? 11 11 smooth. 5, 4, 3, 2. All right, y'all. Like we said, it's oh, been a sh- tough week. So, yeah, so, our mood is going to be all about how. Healthy ways to cope with things. Yeah. So Ryan, how what is what is your coping then for this or any like any See, stressful situation that's happened? How what do you do to cope? Um, cope, man. So first and first things first, everything everybody copes in different ways. We gotta start there. Because you can't tell somebody this is what you have to do so you can feel better, or this is what you have to do to cope. Um, because this is gonna make you feel this way, because whatever you said just might be absolute bullshit to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's that's first thing first. But I cope. I don't know. I cope differently. Like I'm, I'm more of a to myself coper. Like I, I'm a yeah. I, I like to just like leave me alone. Let me leave me to my thoughts, and I I will I will like you know leave me to my thoughts. Let me. I'm gonna listen to some music. Hell, play my PlayStation or something. And just kind of just like process everything. And eventually, you know, it's it's, it's gonna release. It's gonna. That, that's just me. I, I don't know. I process all my thoughts, all the 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 what ifs, all my feelings, all of my, um, you know, what am I do now? Uh, I, I might even go through a couple of what could I've done differently, but I don't harp on those uh, because. You know, I don't. I don't want to stay back there. Um, so my whole thing is, you know, I I cope to myself and just think of ways to move forward somehow. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the most healthiest way, but it's worked for me for 29 years. So <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of. I don't like people all up in my face, all up in my. And when I say people, I mean just like everybody, like. Like you, you're, you're, of course you're fine. Cause you know, you're my, you're my life. Aww, so, uh, <laughs> but no, for real though, like, I don't like a lot of people, like even like funerals and stuff, like, you know, my, my grandparents passed um, years ago and stuff like that. I don't, I don't like people all in my face. Like, Oh, you okay. You need anything? You need anything? No, I'm, I'm good. Just let me be. I'm going to be okay. Like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't push up on me. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't need all that. Some people do. I don't. So that's kind of being your coping, just kind of thinking, processing your thoughts, all that kind of stuff. Yes, I could just go somewhere, sit in my car for a while, and I'm going to get through it. Hmm. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Unfortunately for me, <laughs> my coping mechanisms usually involve some type of monetary involvement. Um, I have to cope. I have stages of my coping because I'm a person that focuses more on the what I could have done better aspect, which when you're already in a bad mood, that can almost put you in an even worse mood. So I am a person that's kind of like, if you look good, you feel better. So if I'm, if I'm going through something, I'm going to want to go shopping. I'm going to want to go get some ice cream. I'm going to want to get my nails done, get my hair done, my feet done. Like I need to get something so like I look better, which then in turn makes me, because for people who don't know me, fashion really makes me happy. I'm really obsessed with it. Um, I don't dress like it because I ain't got the money for it right now, <laughs> but but it that's that's something that brings me joy. So even to just go window shopping sometimes and trying on shit that I know I'm not gonna buy, like that's kind of a thing for me to keep my brain busy. Because at least if I'm doing something, I'm still gonna be thinking about it, but I don't allow uh-huh. myself the time to focus on the what ifs. It kind of allows my brain to function through the you know. But I need to be able to do it still more to myself, kind of like you said. I am a more to myself for person because I absolutely hate people in my business. Like, absolutely uh-huh. detested. I've always been a I share what I want, and if I don't want to share, I shall not. Um, I don't like when people feel entitled to know my feelings, or you feel entitled for me to tell you information. I've literally had whole friend fallouts because people felt entitled to know me. Like, and that, that's just, yeah, that's not, that does not help me, especially if I'm going through a terrible situation, you coming at me kind of like you said, a whole bunch of people in your face asking, why didn't you do? Why didn't you tell? Why didn't you, you're making it much worse. Leave me the fuck alone. So, <laughs> yeah, like if I did, if I didn't ask you for advice, like or ask you how you got through, like keep it. I probably don't want to hear it because I, if I want to know, I probably don't. I will ask. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna read because I'm not gonna let myself go crazy. Believe that, like, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. If it's, I have no problem yeah, man, asking people. for what I want to know. But for this week, I think mostly my coping has just been to. Because it like like you said, everybody's been realizing that whole life's too short thing, and um, uh-huh. I've been fortunate that like a lot of my family, like age wise, we've been living you know pretty long. So I still have a lot of like the matriarchs in my family. So for me, uh-huh. coping was calling and checking on people. Um, it was a little tough. Like I shed a couple tears because obviously with di- this death, it still reminded me of the death of my, my the death of my granny from last year. And the man I call my grandfather, because those are like the closest people to me that have died recently. But um, again, you know, just being able to do things day in and day out, I haven't been able to harp on that sadness. So for me, I think the coping is just allowing myself, talking myself through it, because that's always the thing. When a negative thought comes in, I got to replace it with something more positive. Because even Uh the whole, you know, you're afraid that death can come at any time. What am I going to do if I'm with my daughter? And then it's just going to be like, don't worry about that. Just worry about the time that y'all do have together. And just make sure you're making the moments count because you don't know. So don't worry about the end. Worry about 
your present and what's going on right now. So that's that's kind of been my yeah. my mindset, I guess. So that's kind of the way yeah, I, yeah. And I was gonna say this too: people people cope in different ways. Laughing and joking is definitely. Uh, I, I would say it, it is a good. Um, it's a good coping mechanism as long as it's like in a positive light. You know, it's not like, um, you know, trashing somebody's name and nothing like that. All, all, you know, the good times. Remember, reminiscing the good times as far as, far as death goes. Yeah. And this week, go, you know, remember reminiscing the good times, making jokes and everything. Um, because, because harmless jokes that they're funny and, and it's good to keep the spirit up. Yeah. Um. So like you know all, all the Kobe memes and stuff um, they they pulling up all the old Kobe gifts Kobe uh, memes jokes they even made jokes about him being in heaven crossing Jesus playing one on one with Jesus yeah. so like you know what I'm saying like all, all those jokes are fine and it's and it's cool like and people and so some people might not like the jokes some people might you know they take their seriousness different or, or they they take their coping mechanism different on a more serious note or more like somber level and that's fine too but don't take away just like you don't want to take away that person who's kind of somber and want to cry it out or whatever you don't want to you shouldn't want to take the laughter away from somebody neither that's 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 not doing harm to anybody else um you know i I want to stress that you can't just you can't just lash out on people neither like some people might be sad and just lash out on everybody because the the whole world is you know the whole world's against them now because you know and that's not healthy. Like there, there are some things I feel like universally is just not healthy. Uh, especially when you, you know, you're stressing yourself out even more than you're already going to be stressed, right. which is, which is unhealthy, which could literally put you in an early grave. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And just like, you know, you don't want to hurt other people's feelings while you try to cope. Cause uh, some people do that too. Yeah. I think, I think those are negative type ways to to cope um of course like i said you can't tell somebody how to cope but you probably could tell somebody to like that you can still respect other people yeah while you're coping i think just like the people should respect you while you're yeah coping. i think it's best just to know that's where like having a really great support system comes in handy and that's why you can't just you know cut everybody off because you need to have somebody close to you because coping could be because i did realize that like i was never an alcoholic but, like, I think with our generation as a whole, like, a lot of us drink and smoke when we're in places. And sometimes using that as your coping mechanism can lead to, well, not smoking, because I don't think that's an addiction. But that's another story. But, like, doing things like that can lead to, well, sex and things like that. Like, just because you're in a bad mood, if you can tell that somebody's using it as a crutch to, like, escape reality, you know, uh-huh. then that is a bad coping mechanism because you can tell that right. you're doing this to get away from your issues. And that is not helping you cope. That's making it worse because every time you do this, you cry for four hours. So it clearly is not helping. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. Yeah, yeah. You got to know, like, it's okay to do whatever, maybe once or twice, you know, maybe just the night. But you can't, like, just go back to it and keep going and then expect things to change if you're not doing anything to move forward like you're just taking steps in place you're not you're not you're not marching forward anywhere so right yeah i do i do agree with that yeah so that's just something to do but um y'all let us know you know for all of our listeners we love you guys um 
if this week has been a trigger for you because again you've had death recently or even if it's not recent there's just certain things that this has brought up for you or triggered for you or thoughts it has talk to somebody reach out to somebody because even though how me and Ryan just said for us we like to deal with it on our own at least we have each other to kind of bounce ideas off of because sometimes you need to let that out because sometimes even just hearing it is therapeutic so if you need to talk to a therapist if you want to talk to your dog if you want to journal it if you need to put it in music like we just want to make sure that everybody is doing what is best for them because like we said it's been a really heavy week literally the whole world felt it it was a whole earthquake because Kobe died I'm kidding (laughs) but you know just make sure that everyone is doing what's best for you you know and if you need help let us know. We can we can talk to yeah, somebody. We can find you a buddy. Therapy. Yeah, yeah. We we yeah. Yeah, we we, we know some people over if not, we know somebody that knows somebody right. that knows somebody. Look, we can hook you so, hook you up with uh, uh Kiana, the therapist that was on two weeks ago. Yeah, we got exactly. we got some other friends that are licensed practitioners. Uh my ace is like we there's a lot of people that we or if you just want to talk to somebody, if religious, non religious, you know, reach out to somebody, somebody knows somebody, we know somebody. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Yes, please do. Um, and the way to get out to us, um, of course, reach out to us at Team Rayoni, T-E-A-M-R-Y-O-N-N-I. That's on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like, share, subscribe. Make sure you share this with 11 people. Yes, yes, yes. And please rate us. Rate us, rate us fives. Uh, we would appreciate that very much. With that being said, this is your man's Ryan. This is Ronnie. This has been another 1111 podcast. Bye.